Welcome back to Nothing Really Matters. I'm your host, Celine. I don't know if you noticed, but the holidays are right around the corner. So today's episode is our very first annual holiday edition of the podcast. It's kind of like when you watch your favorite shows and there's that holiday episode. That's kind of what this is going to be, except more grounded in reality. I want to dive into everything that the holidays can bring, the reality of the potential emotional roller coasters and the special type of chaos that typically comes with this time of year. So whether you're surrounded by people and feeling the social pressures or if you're alone and miles away from the festivities, I love to unpack all sides of this and talk about a few ways that I found helpful to navigate these times. Before we jump into that, I do want to share my personal perspective. I've had some amazing holidays in the past that I'm very grateful for, but also some not so great holidays. And I actually just recently mentioned this in a vlog of how I'm feeling when it comes to the holiday season. So I don't want to be too repetitive of what we just chatted about there, but my main point, if you didn't catch that video, was basically how the holidays can often mean very different things for different people. And while the last couple years, my boyfriend and I have been super stoked about decorating, we kept our gifts wrapped under the tree and all that good stuff. That's not really the vibe this year. And there really wasn't much rhyme or reason, except that we just didn't really want to do all that. And I'm fully embracing it this year. On the other hand, we are able to visit my family this year and I recognize that's not something everyone might be able to do or even want to do for the holiday season. Family structures, dynamics, and all that are a whole other can of worms. But all that to say, while I've been reflecting on where I'm currently at this year, I recognize there's such a vast range of where you might stand when it comes to celebrating the holiday season, which is what I really want to focus on today. So for some of us, the holidays come with endless gatherings, and if anyone leans towards being an introvert or may deal with social anxiety, like myself, this can be a little bit overwhelming, to say the least. Just the thought of gathering with large groups of people and making endless conversations can be enough to drain my social battery, like just the thought of it. That said, when the occasions do come up, there are a few strategies that have helped me with my own anxiety. First, I think it's really important to set realistic expectations with myself before attending the event. Knowing I already have anxious tendencies when I'm in these types of situations, I recognize how important it is to acknowledge my own limits and remind myself not to feel pressured to try to talk to everyone or even let myself get into my own head and feel out of place. I typically don't have an endless list of plans, but I mean, this could even be things like previous work parties or in some chances being invited to things where I really don't know the group of people. So knowing I'm walking into a situation like that, which is more likely to make me feel uncomfortable, the first thing that helps me is acknowledging and recognizing these feelings are likely going to come. And because I do know myself enough in this regard, It helps me anticipate that there will be likely uncomfortable feelings typically triggered by being in these types of environments. Upon getting to said event, another technique that I have really leaned into is planning for breaks. 
sometimes I need to step outside and get a few moments to recharge my social battery, even if it's for a few minutes. That might be going outside for some fresh air or taking a few minutes for some personal time, quiet time in the bathroom. I have definitely used this a few times before and the funny thing is no one even notices when you leave but if you do have some type of social anxiety or might be more introverted like I am, a few moments can make such a big difference to let me calm myself down and just get myself reset into a better headspace depending on whatever way I'm feeling, especially being in larger groups and having uncomfortable feelings. And for any of you listening who might not have personal experience with social anxiety, all I can say is I wish it was something that can be turned off, but it's not. And if you're in situations where you're being invited to things or you might be going with your partner, so many different situations like that, these are the moments that I find myself more likely to feel socially anxious. And then once you get back from your little break, and you find yourself in a situation where you might need to make conversation with people. The thing with me is I actually don't mind making small talk and conversation to a certain degree. Mostly, I think, because I worked in retail and customer service roles, so being friendly and being able to keep a conversation going is something that you need to be able to do in those types of jobs. But when it comes to social gatherings and being in this type of environment, I feel like the dynamics are a little bit different, so I try to think of it through the same lens and find ways that I can prepare myself to make conversation if needed. Having a few conversation starters or topics in the back of my mind has definitely helped. Things like the weather, which I know is so cliche, but trust me, being in Canada, the weather can be crazy sometimes, so I definitely use this as a bit of a crutch more often than I'd like to admit. Or I think I'll probably think of asking people what their 2024 resolutions are, or if they have any traditions for the holidays, things like that. I mention this because from my experience, I've definitely had encounters in these types of social environments with people that I don't really know that well. Maybe they're a friend of my boyfriend's or a mutual friend of someone that I'm close with, but I personally don't really know them like that. And when you're already kind of in your head with feeling anxious about the entire situation or being in a really large group, being prepared with some potential speaking points or things to ask just helps the situation when you're in the moment. So just something to think about, which might be helpful if you are anticipating any events that you'll be attending in the coming weeks and if this is an environment that you can actually leave i highly recommend considering what an exit strategy would be in advance it sounds dramatic to call it an exit strategy but if you have been in situations where you actually just want to go home and you're uncomfortable and you feel socially anxious then it really does feel like an exit strategy <laughs> Last thing I wanted to touch on when it comes to dealing with social situations at this time of year is basically around potentially having uncomfortable or awkward conversations or having things brought up that you don't necessarily want to talk about. We've probably all seen the jokes and memes about having that one relative asking personal questions like, when are you getting married? Why aren't you dating anyone? Or other 
you know, very personal things that might not feel comfortable to discuss at a dinner table. For me, I haven't been working for a few months now and that is probably going to be something that comes up. It's a decision I made confidently for myself, but not necessarily I want to be grilled on and then have to basically expose my entire thought process in a room full of people like my family or distant relatives. I think it's important to anticipate that these types of things might come up in conversation in advance, like basically what I just did, and to have a bit of a mental script of what that response would be. For example, for me, I'm expecting people will ask, when are you planning to get a job? And I'm going to say, that's going to depend on a bunch of factors, but I'm looking at the options and I want to find something that's right for me, period. Full stop, moving on to the next step. The next step I usually take, and I say this as well because it's actually happened already with people that I consider acquaintances that I really don't feel like diving into the whole thing about, but I mean, hey, everyone has the right to ask a question and you have a right to try to pivot and direct it towards something else that you're more comfortable talking about. So that's exactly my point is I would try to redirect to something else. Usually inquiring something about the other person helps or, you know, trying to just reposition the conversation and put the focus back on them. If there's something that's actually making me extremely uncomfortable, then I believe in also standing up for yourself and your boundaries and letting them know. A topic that comes to mind is a lot of people around my age or a little older being asked about having kids. And unfortunately, a lot of people still don't realize that that is a sensitive topic. And there is a polite way to express that a question makes you uncomfortable. I personally try to be as polite and maybe joke things off and try to find other ways to steer the conversation in another direction. But I also think it's perfectly okay to say, I'm not really comfortable talking about this right now. We're having fun here. Let's focus on something that's fun and let's focus on something that's more festive. That can also be another way to get things back on track to something that you're okay with talking about. I did want to take that time to talk all about social situations because I know that for some of you that is very much the reality. But on the flip side, there are also a lot of us that are alone or away from family during the holidays. It's not always easy, especially when it seems like everyone else is having the perfect family gathering, especially online. And to be honest, as I was planning for this episode, I look back at the way that I've handled spending previous Christmases alone before, and it was a little bit chaotic, if I'm being honest, because I felt like I was supposed to be celebrating with a bunch of people, or that it was supposed to be a huge thing. And it left me feeling bad for myself because I wasn't celebrating it that way. But in reality, Doing all those things that you see other people doing is not the case for everyone. I've heard from several of you guys when I was doing the vlog and talking through some of the stuff, you guys had shared personal stories of why the holiday season is going to look different from, you know, all these more conventional ways of celebrating. So regardless of what the situation is, I do hope everyone is able to find peace, everyone is safe and healthy this year, but no matter what the situation is, I wanted to share a few things that I've learned that have helped me personally with dealing with a holiday season alone or just spending time alone in general. 
The first step is kind of similar to the previous section around having a plan. If you already anticipate that this is going to be a holiday that's spent alone, then having a plan in advance, I think, helps keep my mind in check and helps me focus on the plan itself rather than drifting off into potentially spiraling, which is what I do, and then having these cycles of comparison or negative thoughts. So this might look like having a list of things in advance that I really love to do and having that to look forward to. For me, it would probably be having a book that I really want to binge or it could be a show that you really want to catch up on. Again, just having that in mind as a plan lets us feel more in control of how we will handle the situation rather than actually being in the moment and potentially letting our emotions get the best of us. The next point, and I cannot stress this enough, is try to limit social media exposure. Again, I've talked about this on another episode all around social media and my thoughts around having constant exposure to social media, but especially at this time of year, it can really exacerbate feelings of loneliness and comparison. My recommendation is just don't open the apps. That's my top tip or even delete it until after the holidays. You're very unlikely to be missing anything that's so important that it can't wait until after the time passes. And that's my biggest tip. I remember past holidays for me where I would look at how people were celebrating and I didn't have any plans. I didn't have family to be with in particular in that year and it was not helping my mental space at all. So get off your phone and try to do something else is the top of my list if you're in a situation of spending the holidays by yourself. And a couple of you guys that are subscribed to my YouTube had commented on my vlog and shared some of the traditions that you guys have, which are just for yourself. And it doesn't have to look like a tradition that people might typically romanticize when you're watching TV or on social media. Even having something as simple as, I think one of you had said, watching Bad Santa every holiday season, that is still something that's a tradition for you. Or whether that's having a glass of champagne that's for yourself. I think having a special way that's your own to celebrate will also give you something to look forward to and helps redirect your focus from everything else that's happening and makes the time just as special because there's a special moment that you've created and a tradition for yourself. Another thing that I love to do when I have time on my own is practicing self-care. It is one of my favorite things to do because it not only puts me in a better mood, but typically there are things that I don't always get time to do within my typical routine that I can finally make time for. So whether that's things like giving myself a manicure or doing a face mask, or it could be meditating, doing some yoga, things that are for you and good for you and really helps you embrace having time alone in a positive way. The last thing I'll mention is considering taking this time to reset and reflect. I recently started journaling again and it's brought me so much peace to take time to write things down that I'm grateful for, to reflect on things that I've achieved and also journal about what my aspirations and goals are for the future. Journaling is very much something that's done best when you're by yourself so something else that I think can help you embrace having some time by yourself this holiday season. The last topic I wanted to cover off is self-care. Even when there is 
absolute chaos of the holidays around us, taking care of yourself is still a priority. That doesn't change because there's Christmas lights everywhere and people are absolutely rammed in the malls for gifts. In fact, because there's so much chaos around us, I think it's even more important to take time to take care of ourselves emotionally, physically. Oftentimes, I feel like I hear the opposite. For instance, when it comes to having a certain routine or going to the gym, as an example. Oftentimes, I'm guilty of this as well because everything is so chaotic and it becomes an excuse that I'm just like, I'll wait until after the holidays or I'll wait until things are a bit calmer and our plans are finished and I can have this time back to go back to my regular routine. While I agree with the aspect of only having so many hours in a day to do everything and having balance and knowing your limits is important, I've come to realize that a lot of things that we put off because we feel like there's so much happening are the things that actually help us feel the best. Movement doesn't need to necessarily be going to the gym five days as you typically would, but having movement is something that brings us a lot of calmness and helps us feel more clear in the head, feel more energized through the day. And just because it's not the same routine as you would typically have when it's not the holidays doesn't mean that the things that are important for us to feel our best and things that we do for self-care should completely fall off. So it'll look different for everyone, but it's certainly something that I'm trying to practice, especially this year, instead of coming into January feeling as if I'm completely off track and disorganized because I let the holidays get the best of me. I'd rather try to keep myself balanced and still do the things that I know I need to do to let myself be the most energized, but instead continue incorporating the things within my daily routine even through this month and through the weeks and days leading up to the holidays that I know are what fuels me and I know are good for me, even if it means taking an extra 30 minutes out of my day. So as we wrap up this episode, I just want to take a moment to really reinforce what I've said already, and that is that everyone's holiday experience can look different and your experience is your own. Whether or not you celebrate or in whatever way that you do celebrate is just as special as any other. I hope you're all keeping safe and healthy and warm this season. For me, I'm incredibly grateful for everything that's happened this past year. I'm also super excited for what's to come in 2024. Thank you all for joining me on this podcast so far, and I can't wait to bring some amazing episodes, hopefully for you guys in 2024. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll catch you guys next year. Bye.